This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcasts are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Yes, thank you again for joining us on the Same Game Multi-Podcast, another big show ahead. Uh, We're going to review our bets for round 18. Also going to have a little chat about the boys' trip away up to the uh, the Gold Coast and see how that ended for all of us involved. And then we'll turn our attention to round 19, preview the games coming up. Um, who Am I makes a return after a stellar debut last week, so looking forward to that. Uh, so make sure you stay inside because we're about to kick off. <coughs> Gentlemen, how are we this afternoon? Sensational. Yeah, uh Let's just say I'll be buying shares in Red Bull and, and V and Mother after the uh, weekend we had. Uh, good, but struggling. Uh, yeah, hit a wall. I'll be uh, buying shares in my Atlanta. I think I went through about 12 of them up there yeah. with the old heartburn. So she was uh, a good weekend. Um, but, yeah, still still feeling the effects of it for me. I'm a little bit too old for that shit anymore. But What was it, two 4 a.m. finishes at the casino? And, yeah, uh, what was it? It was a 10 to 4 kebab. Uh, so yeah, it was good. A good weekend. My wallet's a bit lighter, so I don't have to worry about carrying that around. At yeah, least, well, so. <laughs> our wallets are a little bit heavier than Bim's. He went, he went hard on the first night and down his ass. The guru. The guru. Um, let's have a look, boys. How'd we go with our multis last week? Anything? I'll go first because mine's short and quick. Uh, no good. Missed out on one leg. Old peg uh, leg, Pete. In the um, back. Uh, trying to think of the game. I'll have to check my sheets here in a minute. Ah, uh, the Brisbane game. Missed out by one leg there, and that one was paying 80 to 1. Oh. A bit dirty on that one. And uh, my sure thing, I had South to win 13 plus into AJ2 tries, so they only won by eight. So I was a bit unlucky there. Went off with a bit of a hamstring injury. Yeah, well, I uh, was very similar. I uh, struggled, but uh, miss, only missed a couple by that uh, by the one leg. But, you know, it's can't really count that, can you? So, But uh, I missed... I had I remember I had St George's uh, my upset which we were actually watching live, uh, and that first half was a real good game of football. And I thought you know we, we could be on here, but um, then my sure thing was uh, Alex Johnson two or more tries and he pissed that in. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, boys, I got two up myself. I got uh, Roosters. I had Ikebalu, Manu, and Tupanua. That one was paying eleven seventy five, and then followed back that up with Storm and Knights. Had uh, Storm thirteen plus Justin Olam. Nico Hines, my man of the moment, Jerome Hughes, and over 48.5 total points for 16.75. So got those two up. And my sure thing, I'm pretty dirty about this, so my sure thing, I don't know if you remember from last week, but I'll go through it. I had Para, Roosters, Storm, Panthers, and South, all to win 13+. plus. South were playing the Dogs, and they were the one team that let that down. So I was a bit dirty there. They only won by about 8 or 10, I think, so... Very close to getting that one up as well. You said Olin was due for a try, didn't you? He certainly was. He should have listened. He, was. he jagged him. So I actually uh, got a, a, a mate in town. He uh, he had a little bit of misfortune himself. He had a 10-legger. 
10 leg multi on and uh, he, he messaged me, uh, I think it was Monday, he was a bit salty, uh, either yesterday, whenever the fuck it was, a uh, bit salty he was, old Crofty, for those out there that know Crofty, he's a, he's a local builder in town, he had 10 legs, um, Melbourne any time, uh, Melbourne head to head, Olam, Nico Hines any time, Melbourne race to 10, Melbourne race to 20, Melbourne race to 30, uh, both teams, uh, team to, to win both halves was Melbourne. Try seven and a, what is it, seven minutes, 59 seconds or earlier. Uh, Nico Hines, two tries or more. Justin Olam, two tries or more. Green tick, 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 cross, tick. Damn. Missed it by one leg. So, oh, was it and pain? that was, uh, that's 90, 91 to one. Oh. That's my sort of a bet, that one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I was uh, surprised that uh, Nico Hines, it wasn't the uh, first try to be seven and a half minutes less or whatever it was. So, they're the ones that generally let people down. But, yeah, he'd be bloody spewing. But when I looked at it, it was it with his bets, at, bets uh, with mates account. So, unfortunately, not all of it would have been his if he had got it. So, But uh, unlucky, Crofty, have another crack this week, mate. Yeah, definitely. Send it in, Crofty, too, if you do have a crack. We'd love to love to see it. So get in touch with the socials or, like you said, uh, with this one in the, in the Burt Man, and, and we'll get it on next week, too. So love to hear the feedback from the, the listeners out there. Player of the round, boys, who, who caught your eye last week? I'm going to go a little bit biased, um, some may say, but uh, it's deservingly so. Um, I did have the figures in front of me, but uh, there we are. So we're actually at this game live. Uh, so this bloke, what they well, they thought he actually tore his pectoral, but he uh, he was lucky enough not to. But mine was Reed Marnie, uh, first game back after, you know, five, five or six weeks out. So 70 minutes, one try, one try assist. Um, in there's a sneaky hit up. <laughs> I don't know why he's taking a hit up, but anyway, he's the smallest bloke in the comp. Uh, five tackle breaks, one line break, one line break assist, and in that, he's after having a crook shoulder for five or six weeks, he still managed to make forty tackles. So, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty good uh, watching him sort of off the ball as well. He does does a lot of work off the ball when you when you see him live at the game. Um, yeah. One good pick, mate. Watching him live at the game too, you don't realise because uh, you don't see it. Next next time someone goes, any like listeners go and have a watch. Uh, for example, a bloke that caught my eye, obviously being a Paris supporter, I was looking for him, and it was Clint Gutherson. Uh, you don't realise how much direction. Uh, if you look, so if there's three in the tackle, what I was watching was there's three in the tackle. Say there's two in there, and there was one where Paulo peeled off, and he had both arms up and pointed in which direction. Then I looked at Gutho, and Gutho's pointed left, so Paulo's joined the defensive line on the left. The next tackle, whoever it was that was a third man to peel out, Gutho then directed him where he wanted him and just back and forth. I didn't realise just how much direction and how much they have to do. At the same time as they've got to replay, they're also setting their own line. Mm. So uh, when, you know, and that's now you realise just how valuable a good fullback is. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, mate, uh, I've gone Nico Hines. Uh, eight from eight with his conversions. A very skillful boot. One try, two try assists, and 226 metres. And one shoey. And a shoey. Yes. Try celebration. I thought he was on the bong there at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> on the devil's lettuce. Uh, yeah, no, mate, that's mine as well. I'm going Nico Hines, so I won't add too much to that. But, uh, yeah, he, he was great in that, that win. It's got a uh, bit of a dilemma coming up for old Bellamy with uh, Papsmere back this week. They're going to start him off the bench. We'll talk about that a bit later. But I'll tell you what, it's not a bad headache to have, uh, having two great fullbacks, two great hookers in the team there as well. So... Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they use how they use him going forward for the rest of the season now, I reckon. Um, what about your highlight of the week, boys? I'm going to go Kane Evans with his wrist tape. 
Oh. Fold some. Fold some I'm countries. Not, I don't have a beep in here. See you next Tuesdays. Yes. I thought that was quite good. A lot of people were blowing up about it. I thought it was good. Uh, the media like to pick at these negative things. Um, I thought it was just a bit of a, a little bit of a look down and a read for him to sock himself up. Don't z- don't zoom in on it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. The media should be smart enough not to put that on put that on telly. Yeah. yeah. So I was was saying just before I'll lead with my uh, low light. Okay. Uh, because my low light and Ches we actually intertwined with each other. My low light was actually the way the media blew that up. Um, now that. Unless it's, um, you know, you, you get some players that will offer it to the camera, whether it's got their, their parents' name or something something significant on there. Uh, if they're not offering it to the camera, don't fucking look. It's as simple as that. Um, and, you know, it, he might be a bit of a larrick and he might be a Brandon Smith um, by having that written on there. So my low light is actually the way the media blew it up and how it was treated. I think it was very... Like, I understand um, it's... I don't know exactly how to say it. It's it's not. It doesn't look good, but at the same time, it's not bad. Um, and it's a message to himself. Look, fair income. Get out there and fold someone. Yeah. Uh, look, you know. I'd, so yeah, I'd, that's my low light. Is it, it goes into yours, Chaz. It, uh, I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not against it by any means, but just the way the media is carried on about it. Fair income. Hit us with your highlight then while we still got you. Uh, my highlight is actually how the dogs are improving. I said to Chaz. Um, and, and Clint went before we're off the mics, uh, before we're on the mics rather, the Bulldogs have shown significant improvement in the last few weeks and I wouldn't be surprised, I'm going to I'm gonna try Notre Dameus, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're ready to jag one and I think they'll jag a big club, I reckon it'll be one of the top five whether it's Para, um, Melbourne, Man, like a, you know even Manly or someone like that but I think they're due for a big win and, and when they do look out... There'll be more people nude at the at the uh, cannery <laughs> at the leagues club. Yeah, I think there are possibly a chance this weekend, but we'll get to that once we chat about it. So that's good. Uh, for my highlight, boys, it wasn't actually uh, football related; it was uh, casino related. Uh, so up there at the at the casino in the Gold Coast, uh, J Rod and I were having a having a little uh, few hours at the craps table, and uh, we come across this one. Let's call her a shooter. You know, they roll the dice. Oh yes, she she was she was a shooter for over an hour. Um, could not roll the seven to save herself, which was great for us. Had no idea what she was doing. Uh, one of the the head honchos at the table actually let us know that uh, she cost the casino twenty grand in the hour that she was rolling, and uh, we won a fair bit of money on the back of her. Yeah. So for those people who don't understand, on the craps table, once the line is set, until you roll a seven. It, everyone wins. You always win them when they until you roll a seven, uh, to the point where there was a, a bloke that was standing next to me was throwing twenty five dollar chips at her, was tipping her. Yeah, tipping her for being such yeah. a good good roller. Yeah. End up tipping a hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, and then she's looking around, looking at us, and going, "I just said, I said, hey, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it because it's working." So that that's my highlight. That's where you get the uh, Rolex wearing, jewellery wearing, <laughs> limousine riding, <laughs> jet flying, <laughs> kiss stealing, <laughs> wheeling and dealing, straight shooting son of a gun. She had no idea what she was doing whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I think that she ended up rolling the seven, she, she mentioned she was busting go to the toilet after an hour of rolling. Hey, and as soon as she did law. that, three rolls later, up comes seven. So, uh, But that was my highlight. And I'll also lead that into my low light was the Saturday night craps table. Oh yes, <laughs> where uh, our shooter was not there again, and we lost about three or four hundred bucks. Yeah, each, let's so. let's be honest. The uh, Friday night shooter and the Saturday night shooter were nowhere, and there's rookies down the end of the table. Uh, 
the bloke that rolled, I think it was about five sets that flew off the table. Now, if you have, if people who have played craps, a craps table is fairly deep. It's about four or five hundred mil deep. Um, for a bloke to throw two dice at the end, um, and they come flying out, and you know, I was in a slip cord in there at one point. But um, the old saying, "Roll it to it, not through it." <laughs> well, that takes somebody's eyes out. Hey, that's it. <laughs> uh, what about Snake you, guys? Literally, yeah, yeah literally, absolutely. yeah. End up with one eye, mate. Uh, I've gone the Lucky Lewis on Cody Walker at half time. <laughs> the, the old tackle. From- <laughs> The blind what the side. fuck was that? I don't know. It was. It didn't even look that bad. Lincoln Walker just, just mumbled a couple of words to him, and then bang, mm. took him down. Go go back to reserve grade. I heard. Mm-hmm. We heard. Well, also. I well I heard um, that it was to Lachlan Lewis. You're shaking more than your uncle, or something. When you're on the ball, you shake more than your uncle. Now I believe Wally Lewis is in early stage of Parkinson's. Oh, okay. So that's that's what I've heard. But then, as I said, that's only that's you know that's only rumours. You know, I could be wrong, but uh, that's just what I heard. So, yeah. but then it, uh, Cody, the Matty Johns did in, interview Cody Walker afterwards, and Cody Walker just said, "Mate, what happened on the field stays on the field." So, yeah. and then he was blowing up uh, a couple of minutes later when the refs sent him off. Yeah, exactly right. What do you what expect? I hate us the best tackle they made all night, but <laughs> does it count as a tackle? <laughs> well, when I was looking at a couple of the photos, it was above the shoulder line, so he's one, one who didn't did. get binned for being high. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. Let's uh, let's jump into this week's games. Uh, another full round this week, which is great. Uh, no more shortened rounds due to Origin moving forward. Uh, all the games being played up there in in Queensland still. Be uh, interested to see how the field at Seabus Super holds up. She had five games over the weekend. Yeah. She was getting pretty uh, trodden up there by the last. So the uh, groundsmen will have their work cut out to them. That, uh, but having said that, we watched. So we watched the game. Considering an Origin game played at that, you know, after the Origin game, the ground actually wasn't that bad. Watching the Raiders game on TV, uh, they zoomed in on the ten meter line there at one point. There was a scrum in the center of the field, and it was chopped. So it'll only get worse too. Would have been a bit like a bloody Rodeo ring. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, first game, boys, is being played there. It's Parramatta Eels versus the Canberra Raiders. A um, few, few players, few big names out for the Raiders there. I believe Ches. Uh, if you want to give us those stats in a sec, um, Parramatta are favourites and deservedly so. Both coming off a win last week. How do you see this one playing out? And what are the injury updates, mate? Mate, uh, Tommy Opachik for Para, uh, he's out this week. Uh, Jack Whiten for the Raiders, uh, they're going to miss him big time there. Uh, and young, uh, I don't think his first name, Xavier, Xavier Savage. The macho man. Yeah, he is. Ooh, macho, yeah. macho man. <laughs> Just when you thought the cream was rising to the top. Um, yeah, so he's out, uh, unfortunately. He's out, I think he's only had two games, only had two runs, so uh, all the best wishes to him. Hope he makes a speedy return to the field. He actually shone a bit of light too. Mm, he was good. And the fullbacks, so it's a bit unfortunate for them. Uh, got some good news for Para. I guess you can say it's good news. I think it is. Fergo's back, playing at number five. Fergus Aurus. Fergalicious. Junior Paulo, number 10. Jake Arthur at number seven. Uh, he's filling in for Moses. So we'll see what happens there with the Para boys. I reckon they're going to have a big weekend on the points on the points board this week. 
Moses, Moses out with a fractured back. I hear fractured J-Rod, back. you know a bit more about that. Um, so I just just basically what I've read off. Um, Moses got a fractured back. I thought it was funny that he didn't play last week, um, or, or how late it was that they didn't play. Um, you know whether that, you know that's Brad Arthur. He gets paid the big money to make the big decisions. So, but uh, you know I, I smelled something a little bit funny. Now I, I don't want to defend him. Mate, I'm sorry, but you're in the car with three blokes driving to the Gold Coast. That's probably what you're smelling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey. Those little Ziploc baggies. <laughs> a couple of yeast infections. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to defend him because he's a Parramatta player, but people, New South Wales will never be as powerful culture-wise. It'll never be a dynasty like the Queensland side was. We Something goes wrong. Obviously, at the time, nobody knew he'd, he'd had a fractured back. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, until we back people in defeat, and a you know and a gracious and get around it. Obviously, no one wants to lose, but fuck, we're never going to be as good as Queensland culturally. Um, and obviously, uh, it just fucking does me. Uh, Mitchell Pierce, Mitchell Pierce was just an easy, easy you know, easy option. It seems like we're going back in in time where we're going to blame our halves. And it's crazy because we won the series like smashing. Yeah. You know, but anyway. There was no positives taken out, but anyway, that's... And, and that may, you know, they reckon he did early in origin yeah. as well. So, you know, that's obviously going to affect your game. He was obviously in a lot of pain. They they said they knew about it at halftime uh, in the origin um, sheds, so... Take him off. Yeah, well, he was obviously playing through it, um, but, you know, it may, it may be, not an excuse, but maybe a reason as to why he didn't have as great a game as... He probably was hoping to have. Well, I, well, personally, I did notice, obviously, being a, a para boy, I sort of watching him. I noticed after, say, about 10 minutes, a lot of ball went to Jack Whiten. So whether he's gone to the boys and said, mate, I'm, there's something's not right mm. here. So a lot of ball went to Jack Whiten to kick. Uh, now, Jack Whiten's not a natural kicker. All he is, but he isn't. Um, whereas, yeah, but anyway. And, it, and it's funny you say that because if you go back and listen to the commentary when they interview Brad Fittler, I think Joey John says to him, oh, a lot of kicking's going to Whiten. Was that the plan? Uh, no, it wasn't. The you plan. Go, yeah, you go back yeah. and listen, and and, and obviously, um, Freddie must have known what was going on, and he kind of fobbed the question off. He just yeah. kind of said the play seems to be going down that way, but maybe it was. No, I think they knew early, but anyway, it is. You know, it is what it is. So, but uh, the Will Penasini, I actually mentioned him. Uh, you know, eight or ten weeks ago, that uh, apparently he's he's one of the next best things coming up through our junior ranks, and he gets a start this week in in the centres for Opercheck. So it should be good. See how he goes. If I was any part of that coaching and training staff, I, I would have had him off, personally. Yeah. Not I, I, as a Parramatta supporter, I would have had him off as well. Mate, wouldn't have cared about the game, just or just for his health. If yeah. someone had, had had back trouble especially, get him off. Imagine if uh, he was the one that got hit in the back by Tino with that Ooh. bit of a back fracture like the Fox did. Mm. Could have uh, completely fucked it. Mouldy, boys. Chairs, you want to kick us off, mate? You got any other news or that's it? That's it? No, that was it. That right. was just all those, all the players there. Um, the I've gone nice and easy this round. I'm trying to ease into it and get some, get some coin back. I've gone para thirteen plus. Dylan Brown and Reed Mahoney any timers fourteen twenty five. Nice. I've gone uh, para head to head. I don't know if I can pick a margin on this one. Um, something about sticky. He tends to turn up against Para for, for obvious reasons. So I'll just go Para head-to-head. Mike Acevo. I've actually gone Penasini in his first game. Uh, he'll be in the centres, and it's his job to pass. So I think he might hold it and try and jag one himself. Uh, Blake Fergo. And I think the points will be under 48 and a half. Uh, all up, that'll be $20.25 $20 flush. 
I've got a pretty easy one here too, boys. I haven't got many odds on this. It's only a little three-legger anytime try scorer. Sevo, Fergo, and Matheson. Uh, $7.50 on that one. So yeah. fairly simple, just ease into the weekend. Hopefully get a nice uh, nice easy one up nice and early. Chairs in the beers early as we speak. We're only in the first game, brother. Come on. On the sip. Um, so, yeah, $7.50 there. So easy money. Get around it. Load up. Game two being played up there at Sunshine Coast Stadium. We've got the Roosters versus Knights. A uh, bit of news coming out of the Knights. Chez with uh, Pierce out again with that hamstring injury, I believe. He can't catch a break, can he? No, he's struggling. He's breaking down. Now, the updates I had today, they were a bit bit early. I haven't heard uh, any any results uh, from the Pierce movement. Check my sheets here. Uh, the Sofetti twins are back uh, for the Knights. Um, and we've got Teddy and Takiaho back. If Takiaho trains okay, they're waiting for his training run. So, what was your news on on Pierce there, Clint? What he's out that? with a hamstring. So he was out last week with yep. the hamstring, and I believe he's out again this week. Yep. So Hamstrings it, are a tricky thing, you know. Just Phoenix. ask Tommy Turmo. So, so it's Phoenix Crossland, Crossland that takes his spot. So Phoenix, that's a that's an unusual name, isn't it? Mm. Rise of the Phoenix, Rise yeah. from the ashes. Uh, he, he fucking might have to do that this week because I think the Roosters will pile this on. To yeah, be honest, look out. Uh, young, young Dominic Young uh, for the Knights too. He's uh, got four tries in the last four games as well. So any Knights fans out there, if you want to get a couple of dollars back and think he might go five from five, chuck one on. Moldy's boys, I'll kick us off. We've got uh, Roosters 13 plus, Ikevalu, Manu and Angus Crichton all to get across. $13.50 on that one if you like that. Exact same odds, one different leg. Roosters 13 plus, Ikevalu, Crichton, Billy Smith. Billy Smith, the old B Smith. 1350. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got 15s. I've done yous. No. Uh, okay. I've done That doesn't happen very often, no, does it? No, definitely not. Uh, so I've gone head-to-head Roosters, uh, Ikevalu. Uh, Ikevalu generally is fairly handy. Um, and I've got uh, Takiyahu. Um, hopefully it'll crash over. So I think Newcastle, I think the the, the Roosters middle forwards will be a little bit stronger. So head-to-head, uh, Ikevalu and uh, Takiyahu, any time try scorers for 15 flush. And Joey Manu's back out in the centres now with Teddy back. So he is, yeah. he's probably more of a chance to jag him yep. on there as well. So, All right, boys, that was good. Nice and quick on that one. Let's move along to the next game. Uh, we've got the Cowboys versus Storm up there at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Up in North Queensland, uh, odds for this one, boys: dollar five Melbourne, ten dollars for the Cowboys. Val Holmes still out. Um, Melbourne get a host of players returning, and uh, I can't see this being anything other than a thirty-point drubbing. To yeah, be honest, got, I think the odds are accurate, very accurate. I thought Queensland would have been paying more. Yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, is it Javid Bowen? Javid Bowen. Yeah, yeah, he's out for him as well. So done his ACL, I think. I just don't think they got the man, the manpower, and the skill to come up against the Storm at the moment. Even with Storm having um, a couple of players out, they're, they're not going to be worried at all. I, I might be putting a little ten legger on. I think a bit like uh, hey, try and jag one like Cro- Cro- oh, Crofty. No, he didn't jag it, but yeah, ten points, twenty points, thirty points, forty points race too. Oh, I think that's that's a special that is. Yeah. Uh, Cohen Hess is waiting on uh, concussion. Cohen, <laughs> I, think I've got, I think I've got a concussion. <laughs> Cohen Hess is waiting on concussion protocols uh, to see if he's playing as well. Uh, Munster, Fanukin, Kafusi, and George Jennings—they're uh, out as well. So I don't think Melbourne's going to miss them too 
too dearly. They got they got so many players coming back. So we got Pappenhauser yeah. coming back as well. Their depth is phenomenal. We got so we got Nico Hollins claiming he wants to be running our starting fullback now. Um, what, what so what's he done that that he should be uh, that he loses that fullback position? Well, the only thing is, I think that if they're going to run it, they'll run Pappenhauser at fourteen for I reckon at least one or two weeks. Get him back to match fitness. Run him at. I think because he's got he's leaving, I reckon they're going to put yeah. him back on fourteen. That's exactly and, and what Pappen I was going to say. Fullback, but Pappenhauser does deserve to take his spot back. Yeah, you know what I reckon the they'll time. do. I reckon they're how many points clear on the ladder. I think we'll see a lot of um, a lot of movement in between Pappenhausen, Nico Hines, Cameron Munster, and Jerome Hughes. I think they'll rest. Like have a rotation where they rest one, yep. maybe play Nico in the five eight position, give Cameron Munster a rest, play him in the half back, give Jerome Hughes a rest, just to freshen them up for that lead into the into the finals. Especially in those sort of games against it, exactly against right. Solids. They've got the you know they've got the manpower there, they've got the ability, and you know even if they do rest them, they're going to probably still still get the victory. Yeah, but just to just to keep them a bit fresher, I reckon that's what how they'll probably work it. Um, you know they might start Paps at fullback one week and then. Put him back on the 14 and start Nico. And just a bit of a combination there. That's what I reckon will happen. Anyway. Just got some late mail too. Uh, Tabu Alfido, uh, he's out as well. Uh, could be out for the rest of the season. Emergency appendectomy. So I'm guessing that's your appendix. Oh, okay. Been playing good too. Yeah. Mm. Good in origin. Scored a try last week for him. Uh, boys, I filled my... My mouldy with uh, any time try scorers for the Storm. I just didn't have enough uh, slots there. I could have put a couple more in, but I've got the Fox. Uh, Paps to get one off the bench. I think he'll he'll play pretty good in his return. I uh, got Brendan Smith, Remus Smith, and my man Jerome Hughes. Jerome Hughes. He got across last week for me. Um, so very impressed. He played a really good game and was just sure to be my player of the round. So five anytime try scorers there for the Storm. Twenty dollars and twenty five cents on that one. Mine's, uh, it's not exactly the highlight, it's not the uh, New Year's fireworks, it's only $6.65. Melbourne 13 plus, Brandon Smith and Josh Adokar to score two or more tries. Now I'm almost confident enough I'd, I'd nearly put that as a sure thing, so I've only been that, those three legs. Uh, it's only $6.65, but you know, hey, the more you put on, the more you get back responsibly. Cooper Johns is in too. Yeah, I think he's coming for um, Munster. I didn't realise Munster was out to be honest. All right, so I've gone Melbourne Storm, 19+, plus, Nico Hines, Solomona, and Paps, any timers, and that's $12.25. Yeah, hard to find value there, to be honest. Uh, I took one of those try scorers out and it reduced my odds by less than half, so yeah. I, I put it back in just to get it up there a bit, uh, but very possible of coming off, I think. Uh, moving along, boys. Next game, we've got the Rabbitohs versus the Warriors. Where is this one being played? It is at Sunshine Coast Stadium as well. Um, so the day after there, Saturday, 3 p.m. Boys, a bit like the last game. Uh, Rabbitohs $1.15. Warriors are $5.50 at the moment. I wouldn't be surprised if that blows out a little bit as well. Uh, so if you do like the Warriors, I'd be holding off a little bit. Any injuries, Chaz? Mate, yeah, we've got a few. Uh, we touched on uh, AJ, Alex Johnson just before. Liam Knight's out as well uh, for South. Now, New Zealand, they've had a pretty rough year with injuries, and it just gets worse. So this week, they're missing Rocco Berry, Tuovasa Shek, Tohu Harris, and Wade Egan. So the nightmare just, just continues for those guys. Two of those players scored last week too. Wade Egan, uh, Reese 
And Rocco Berry, I Rocco think. Rocco Berry, Reese Walsh. So <laughs> where do your points come from? Two of us, the Sheck's a big loss, and so too is Tohu Harris. He's gone for the season, done his ACL. Um, they're, they're big losses for them. Hopefully Roger comes back soon and, and we get to see him a bit more before he does and they've uh, lost chuff that. off to, to the also, They've also lost Gould. Yeah, lost Gould as well, yeah. Big. <laughs> Add him to the list. Yeah. I don't know whether you call that a loss, but we'll wait and see. Oh, well, if he if he was going to take off like he's like – he's, everyone used to laugh when, when he was talking about his 10-year plan at Penrith. Hey, it didn't take 10 years, five years, and, and look where they are now. So if he's – like, he's a – Fucking painful when it comes to commentary, but geez, he knows his football. Yeah, I think it's a good pick-up for the Bulldogs. Well, it was great for the Warriors, but unfortunately due to COVID, you know, couldn't get across there, couldn't do what he wanted to do, was getting paid basically to to do nothing to, yeah. you know, technically. So I think it's probably best for both um, parties at this point in time to, to part ways. And, hey, you never know, this fucking COVID pisses off. He might be back there in a few years helping out again. So I think it was Fingers fairly crossed. mutual. I, I think party. they need it. I think they need it, particularly the um, – a country that thrives, eats, sleep and drink rugby, mm. um, for them to be better, um, particularly, it's a bit like rugby in Australia at the moment. I spoke about it, boys, at the Goldie, um, about the Wallabies. You can't have a successful, when it comes to crowds, you can't have a successful competition when you, your international side doesn't win. So then they're talking about uh, how Super Rugby's struggling and what they need to do to boost it back up, and they're talking about doing little tweaks here and there. What you need to do, you need to build the Wallabies up. When the Wallabies start winning games, it's people like you and I that focus more on league that'll then t- tune in, and then we might scroll past, and then we, we might be watching a, a Reds game, so then we, we'll watch 20 minutes of the Reds or 30 minutes of the Reds game. You need to build from your, ne- your international side needs to be the shit. So in this case, I think for them... It might be a little bit opposite, obviously because Ra. But if they build the Warriors strong, then I think that that'll improve them internationally as well, which uh, will also have a have a rebound effect at the moment. Obviously, Tonga's strong, Samoa's on the way up, so I think um, I think they that's what they need. They just need that the, the the New Zealand Warriors side to be more dominant, and then I think that'll that'll ricochet uh, to to their uh, international side. Which Gus is the man to do. Mm. If anyone's going to do it, it'll be him. Mouldy boys, kick us off, J Rod. You uh, you get keep going, brother. Well, I've gone Josh Mansour, two or more tries. Jackson Paulo, two or more tries. Um, Rabbitohs thirteen plus. So uh, the the Rabbitohs tend to play a lot of width. So I've gone the two wingers, Mansour, Paulo. Uh, two or more tries, thirteen plus, and that's thirteen dollars on the dot. That's that's basically your bet from last week, just with two different wingers, very, isn't it? Very similar. Yeah. The, the Rabbitohs tend to play a lot of width. Yeah, um, they they bash through the middle and then they'll go wide. Even the uh, prop scored on the wing last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, your man, Mark Nichols. Mm. Uh, for me, boys, I, I fill this one up with all rabbits as well. I've got rabbits nineteen plus rabbits first at twenty points. Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, and Campbell Graham all to get across five legs. Got me eleven dollars. Got the stretch in there too. Yeah, the stretch, the, the serial stretch. killer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, not much value there, but um, apparently can yeah. throw them too. True. Mm. I got uh, South thirteen plus Milne, Campbell Graham, and Reese Walsh thirteen twenty five. Ooh. Reese Walsh, he's probably their only uh, only way the points are going to come. To yeah. be honest, that would happen with him when the against the Panthers last week in the sidelines. You see yeah, that? Yeah, had a bit, bit of, of a brouhaha. Did you see Jerome Luai? He's nearly going to get in there. He's on the on the bench being a ball boy. I think he's just about to get in and thought twice. So yeah, uh, that's another thing that the media drag 
dragged on about how he, if he's going to be a, a very successful footballer, he's got to take that out of his game. Cause, only because where, where it ended up, it ended up they were wrestling in the crowd. But Just stand up for himself. Yeah, 100%. Fucking, <laughs> unless he throws one, then that doesn't need to be blown up either. No. So. Another shit media point. There you go. All right, boys, that's halfway through the game, so we'll take a quick little break, uh, refresh, rehydrate, and we will be back straight after this. This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. And we're back. Uh, Manly versus the Tigers, boys. Suncorp Stadium, 5.30pm uh, on the Saturday afternoon. Tigers come off a good win last week against the Broncos. It was a fairly hard-fought game there for the first 60 minutes, and they ran away with it. Uh, Manly got the win as well, yeah. so both teams coming off a victory. Uh, this this could be all right. This could be all right. I, th- I think it'll be big scoreline. So in mine, I've got over 50.5 points. First half of the, the, the game against St. George was 12-all, or it might have been 14-12 or something like that. It was actually a really good game of football. We were there watching it live. Um I'm not convinced with Manly at the moment. I think a little bit, a uh, little bit hot and cold. But I think this will be. Well, if, you, if you're looking for a big try score or multi, this is the game to put it on, Crofty. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I see plenty of points. And if you if you want to have a tight multi, I'm, yeah, stay away from it. I think. Any injury news, mate? Before we get to the malts. Mate, not in this game. The only thing I got for this game is um, Turbo's back. DC's back. Yeah, so we've got uh, squads are back to normal. Uh, Noah Faluma last week uh, broke the club try-scoring record for Tigers. So congratulations to him. I don't know the exact number, though. Did it in style, too, Noah Faluma. He, he does that little uh, little look over the shoulder into the camera. He's uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a model there, I think, Noah Faluma. So good to see. Good on him, mate. He's a, he's a good player. Yeah, so DCE's back, and as to his turbo... What about Jake Travoyevich is also back, so that's another big in for them. So they're pretty much full strength, Manly, so that, that's good to see. Uh, I'll load mine up, boys. I've got Saab anytime, Turbo anytime, Ruben Garrick anytime. Ola Kalatu in there, as to Adam Dewey. I just threw Adam Dewey in for a bit of uh, sugar in your cornflakes there. Uh, <laughs> Makes the world go round. Fifty-seven-fifty. so I'm chasing some cherry odds on that one. I've gone twelve dollars seventy five. Uh, Manly thirteen plus Saab two or more. The European car brand two or more. Match points over fifty and a half. As I said, I think it'll be fairly high. Turbo anytime and Hank Scorpio the boy, uh, Braddy Parker. I've got him in there as well. So that's twelve dollars seventy five. He had more wrapping on that knee than Stone Cold Steve Austin had in his prime. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, gosh, <laughs> yeah. you got that knee wrapped up, poor fella. All right, like I said before, I've kept mine simple this week. Mainly thirteen plus turbo two or more. Dylan Walker, eight fifty. Nice and simple. Keep it easy. I almost almost had a blowout towards the end, but I sort of controlled <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, wrapping up Super Saturday, we've got um, Penrith versus the Broncos again at Suncorp Stadium. Bit of a double header there, so get amongst it if you're up in around the Brisbane area. Uh, Panthers dollar fifteen. Broncos five dollars fifty at the time of recording. Cleary out, Luai back in. Now, Cleary's out, but he's been, I think he's uh, sneakily training. They're going to have him back running next week, possibly. 
which is a bit, bit quicker than I thought. And I think that's because they're playing Melbourne, I believe. Mm. That'll be the reason for that. Uh, yeah, Jerome Luai, very, very possible to play this weekend. Uh, be good to see him back. Matt Burton uh, will shift to the centres if that happens. Uh, James Fisher-Harris could be playing his last game for, for a couple of weeks. He'll be returning to Sydney uh, for the birth of his second child. So congratulations to him. Uh, little stats here for Broncos. Well, not, probably not stats to be proud of, but uh, <laughs> Broncos have conceded more points in the last five games than the Panthers have for the season. Oh, wow. true. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. That's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Hard one to swallow, but that's the facts. Just looking through the list there, apart from Cleary, Penrith are pretty much full strength. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, they have a little while with them. I think it's going to be a hard day for the for the Bronx. Yeah, definitely. Um, Xavier Coates, I believe, has been dropped as well. I, I mentioned it last week. Do you remember that? Just a week too early. Bit, bit premature, story of my life. <laughs> Katoni Staggs is in still for Broncos. While ever he's playing, they're, they're always a threat out there on that right edge. So Jeez, he's good. He's a good player, isn't yeah. he? Definitely a good player. Uh, you want to lead us off with the mulch, Jay? Uh, I'll lead us off, yeah. I've, uh, I was in the wrong app there, but here we go. Charlie Staines, anytime. Viliame Kikau. Uh, Stephen Crichton, Panthers 13 plus. Chez, this one's for you. The first try to be scored earlier than 7 minutes and 59 seconds. So that one's $10 on the dot. Flush on there. So hopefully, uh, I actually had that on once for the try to be scored after eight minutes. And it was actually, it was nervous. Every time they get inside the 20, you're sort of going, <laughs> oh, just just drop it. <laughs> just, the, you old, know. The, old, the old ring twitcher. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah they, the old squint was winking. <laughs> they put a grubber in for the corner and, yeah, it was doing some winking. But uh, so there it is. Chez? Nice and simple. Kick out Edwards and Farnworth. Any timers, $20.75. Good odds for a three-legger. Uh, me, I've gone Panthers head-to-head. Brian Toto. Matt Burton, um, Kurt Capewell, and I threw Stags in there as well. I think, like I said just before, he's always a threat. 23-25 on that guy, so not too bad there if you like like that bet. Uh, moving along in the Sunday, boys, Dragons versus Titans at Seabus Super Stadium. Now, this is actually classed as a Dragons home game if you look at the draw. Uh, obviously, being up there at Gold Coast, it's going to favour the Titans more so. Last week, uh, Birdo, as you said, we were at the game. First game uh, was Titans-Eels. The, the crowd, basically, half of it cleared out after Titans game. Yeah. Um, Which so is a shame. It's a doubleheader. It was, yeah. yeah. You're there. And this, this one, too, will lead into a doubleheader for the, the next game, which we'll talk about. But I doubt there'll be anyone there for that game. So um, they should have a bit of the home ground advantage up there, you think, that being the Titans. Uh, Chez, any, any injury updates? Uh, we've got uh, Corey Norman's out. Uh, for the Dragons, he's serving his uh, COVID breach suspension. Uh, I think he'll have his wallet after the game. Uh, Jack Bird's playing his 100th NRL uh, game as well. So Only 100? Because he's been around for a while. He has. Yeah, right. I thought he would have played more games than that. Uh, Jamal Fogarty, uh, he's got a hand injury, so he won't be there as well. Uh, Mr Fafita, one of my uh, favourite players, I'd say, for, for Queensland. Ten tries in the last six games at Seabus. So I'm going to throw a few dollars on him and go over again. No, he's also got 115 tackle breaks in 14 games. He didn't do much last week, so he must have got them in the weeks previous. He was pretty quiet last week watching him there. He's struggling. As too was Kevin Proctor after three and a half minutes. He was uh, – we were actually watching it live. Obviously, uh, 
Kevin Proctor. I think it was Para had two sets at him. So that's what. So you say so three six nine nine minutes in, he was uh, hands on knees on the on the trial line. He was struggling. He was gassed, and that was only you know nine ten minutes in. Might have had a day at the pub like like the other month. We went up and watched him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, that's exactly right. And he's defending on the edge too, so it's not like he's got heaps of traffic coming through the middle. And and, and Para play a lot of lot of football through the middle through the big men. So I don't know. I don't understand why he was gassed. I think there'll be a lot of points in this game, boys. I've got that in my multi over fifty one and a half points. Duff man to get across Corey Thompson and the peach. I throw in the peach in there again. Uh, Eighteen dollars twenty five if you like that one. Pretty similar. I've gone Dufty for feeder and the peach. And that's playing eighteen fifty. I've got Dufty in there as well. I've got Titans head to head, the Duff Man and Tino Fa Asu Ala Malawi in there as well. Eleven dollars seventy five that one. Beautiful, beautiful. Some nice odds there. Last game of the round, Dogs versus Sharks. Like I said, double header up at the Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, there will probably be about three people in attendance by the time <laughs> this kicks off. Uh, uh, which is unfortunate, but hey, better than no crowd if it was to be played in Sydney. So uh, like we said off the off the top there, J Rod, dogs are improving. They have Absolutely. been good. I've said yeah. that throughout the year that they've shown a lot of effort. Sharks, how'd they get there? What did they do last week? Uh, nothing. Did they play someone? <laughs> Surely they did. Let's go back here. Oh, they lost to Canberra. Canberra, yeah. 34 18. So ah, yep. um, coming off a loss, both of them. But I'll tell you what, the dogs, if anyone was meant to lose last week against against the Bunnies, it was them, and, and they held their own for the majority of that game, so it was good to see. Yeah, I was a bit worried uh, with that, that score line there. I think it was 18-0 uh, for a while. I was, I was busy on the tools, so I was only getting a little sneak peek here and there, and I was sort of sweating. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be the bloody game that I'm going to miss out on here. and cost me the old two points at the, at the local tipping, but luckily they come through at the end. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree there. The dogs are playing better than what their results show. Are they going to be good enough to beat the Sharks? Quite possibly. Um, I think if the Sharks win, it's going to be by a small margin. In saying that, I've gone Sharks 1-12 to this week. Um, Meany, Ronaldo, Molitalo and Will Kennedy any timers. And that's 32-25. I thought you were going easy. Remember I said I had to hold back on this one. I was oh, going yeah. to explode, but I didn't. You're still off the Molitalo. Uh, yeah. Soup train. Yeah, he's off the off the Molotalo. The I'm I'm onto a different brand of Parmesan now. <laughs> so I've gone uh, Sione Katoa, Will Kennedy, Connor Tracy, Sharks thirteen plus. Um, I, I don't I don't know now 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 that we talk about it, I'd, I'm not 100 percent sure on that thirteen plus, but I couldn't be fucked because I didn't have to change the odds. <laughs> so I'll just stick with it for eight dollars twenty five. Boys, I've thrown uh, Jaden. Lock and bore in there for, for the doggies. A uh, bit of salt and pepper there for you as well. Mulatalo, Connor Tracy, <laughs> and Jesse Ramian. Uh, 16.75. So hopefully did, the dogs might get across for at least one. Did Ockenbore score last week? Ockenbore did score he last did score, week. He did score, there you yeah. go. Yeah. In the 52nd minute, if those oh, of you playing go. at home. Yep. Uh, that's all the games wrapped up. Let's head into our sure thing and our Hail Mary, boys. I'll kick the sure thing off. Stay with me on this one. I've got... Roosters to win, Ikevalu to score. Into Storm to win, Pappenhausen to score. Into Manly to win, Turbo to score. Six legs, $4.85. Wow. Mm. No value. No value. But pretty certain to come off. Do you have a little odd boost on that as well? or uh, Odd boost up to $5.50. <laughs> Get around it. <laughs> All right. This one I have labelled as everything but the kitchen sink. 
Para, Roosters, Storm, South, Manly, Panthers, all 13 plus, 14.50. Did you have South in there? Because they fucking let me down last week on that same bet. I did, and they did the same to me. Bastards. So you're looking at me. <laughs> so I'd say it'd be my turn. Uh, I've actually gone the man source to make his comeback. Uh, he's he's hasn't played a lot of football lately, but I've got the man source, Joshy Mansour, two dollars seventy five to score two or more tries. Get on it. Very good. And hail Mary, go back around the room. Uh, my hail Mary is uh, St George up. Well, I wouldn't say St George ups. I don't know if it's an upset, but it's a it's a big rods. Uh, St George to make the upset uh, against the Gold Coast at two dollars thirty five. Actually, change the plan. I'm going to put that into a multi as well with the dogs. Uh, so. Two upsets, St. George and the Dogs upset, and that's $8.80. All right, my Hail Mary is from the shadows to beat the line. I've got three line bets here. Broncos, 21.5 start. Dogs, 13.5 start. Dragons, 10.5 start. That's paying four sixty. Looking at the games this week, boys, there's a lot of games that are pretty sure on favourites, uh, as we spoke about during the coverage. But there's a, there's a, about three games that I reckon will be pretty close, and I've got them in as my Hail Mary. I've got Raiders to win, Dragons to win, and Dogs to win, all head-to-head, $43. It's all doable. Uh, apart from, obviously, the Queensland sides, which is realistically only three of them, there's no home advantage anymore. So you don't, you don't have, say, uh, a full Bank West. You don't have a full... Um, well, Shark Park, what was Shark Park? You don't have a full Cogra, etc. Cheering people on, so yep. and, you know, upsets. Are, there's upsets galore this week. I think it certainly is. Uh, all right, that wraps up. As I said at the start, if you do have any moldies that you want to send in, please do. We'll get you on the show, give you a little shout out, and uh, get you to famous as well, boys. We've got a new segment coming up for you, boys. Uh, the beer drinkers amongst us. We've got beer of the week. Thank you to White Bull Hotel, our sponsors there, providing the boys something new. What do you got, boys? Mate, this week uh, the boys have loaded us up with some uh, Australian pale ale, uh, stone and wood cloud catcher. I tell you what, not a bad drop. I'm actually looking forward to the weather heating up, having a couple of these at a barbecue or something. So it's a pretty, pretty mid-range, uh, I'd say, for flavour uh, for your pale ales. It's not as doesn't have that real harsh, fruity, bold finish at, at the end. It's nice and smooth. It's got a good flavour. Um, if anyone likes those sort of the pale owls like your Coopers and those sort of drinks, get on this thing. I, I reckon you might have a bit of a switch over. I think it's quite nice. I'm gonna we're gonna do ratings, so we'll do yeah. uh, what we would say last week. We're gonna do bottle. best of five stubby lids, aren't we? The lids, yeah. the bottle tops. Let's get uh, J Rod's review verse first, and then we'll go into the into the uh, rating. Yeah, it's not a bad drop, as you said, Chaz. It's something that. You know, something that you don't really drink all the time. So, for example, I'll relate this a little bit to a Corona. Uh, if you're going to a summer barbecue, you take a couple of Coronas. You know, it's just something that's light and crisp and, you know, and it's good good summer drinking. This is right up there. Overall, I'm going to probably lock it in at about three and a half lids. Three and a half stubby lids out of five. What about you, Ches? Yeah, mate. Another bonus too. No preservatives, no additives as well. Oh, so good, good for the heart, good for the soul. Good, that's it. Full strength, 1.3 standards for a stubby, so... Make sure you only have one or two if you're driving. Mate, I'm going to give this one probably a four, a four stable lids out of five. Quite enjoy this, actually. I was, I was surprised. I'm not a big fan of these sort of beers, but uh, this one has has actually got my attention. So congratulations to Stone & Wood. Fantastic. Uh, and once again, thank you to the White Bull uh, Hotel for the sponsorship and the providing of said beers. Uh, boys, let's move on. We've got uh, returning uh, once again from last week. The feedback on this was great. We've got uh, Who Am I? 
So I've got three players here, three current players. So I'm going to go through a list of clues. Uh, feel free to play along at home. Um, and also, boys, what we need to do is buzz in with your name when you think you've got the answer, all right? All right, here we go. So first clue. I was born in Brisbane on the 3rd of February, 1991. I am of Maori descent and eligible to represent both Australia and New Zealand. Anything coming to mind? You got any, any thoughts in your head yet? I played for Brisbane in the National Youth Competition and in 2009 I was awarded Back of the Year. I made my debut at fullback in 2010 against the Cowboys and was named Man of the Match. In 2016, Phil Gould said that I would walk into a Blues jersey if I was a New South Welshman. 2016. On July 21st, 2016, my year ended after I was suspended for eight weeks and was fined $20,000 for breaches of conduct, including being caught with capsules of MDMA in my possession at the Star Casino, filming drug use and sexual activity and consorting with known criminals. Chez. Chez. I'm Justin Hodges. I'm going to lock in Ben Barber. Bum, bum, bum. Let's read on. On the 30th of May 2017, I was handed $20,000 breach notice for getting spotted on social media drinking while I was on the injured list, which is against club rules. Bit of a theme here. On February 20th, 2021, I was handed a breach notice by the NRL and a fine of $20,000 for my involvement in a street fight. February 2021. Chez. Chez. Payne Huss. This is a good one. There's only two clues left, so I hope you get it soon. I am part owner in clothing company YKTR. Surely someone at home's got this already. All right, you'll get it after this one. Get it ready on your buzzers. After a recent event, my new line of clothing will now include a wallet chain. Chez. Chez. Corey Norman. Corey Norman it is. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Fuckers. I, I didn't even put in the $50,000 oh. fine that he's got uh, just got handed the he other was, week as well. So yeah. that was at Paramatta's court drinking. All right, next one, boys. I've got to remind I, myself who this is. I, I, I panicked uh, on that street fight one. I was just thinking <laughs> someone yeah. had a blue recently. <laughs> no, who hasn't? <laughs> All right, here we go. My father, Troy, played hooker for North Devils and Redcliffe Dolphins. My mother, Kelly, was also a hooker. That's just, that's what it said. On <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Um, so I don't, I'm guessing she played footy. Um, I hope she played footy. <laughs> I lost my debut game 18 points to six. This one might help you. I won the Dallium Rookie of the Year in 2011. Have a think, current player, 2011, 10 years ago, still playing. I've represented Australia, Queensland, Prime Minister 13 and Australia 9s. Although I have no formal gymnastics training, I am well known for my back flipping abilities. <laughs> Come on, something. From the saying, you don't need feathers and a long neck to be a goose, I am only missing one of these attributes. Burt Man. Burt Man. Daily Cherry Evans. Daily Cherry yeah. Evans with the long neck. <laughs> 
Uh, last clue we there was I'm famous for the following line on behalf of the worst ever Queensland team. Thank you very much. One apiece, boys, going into the decider here. Let me just refresh my memory with who this is. All right, got it. Uh, all right, listen carefully. Ready on buzzers. Hand on buzzers. I played for the Gold Coast in the national youth competition. My older brother Ryan has played for Penrith. In 2013, I signed a one-year contract with Melbourne but never played first grade for them. I didn't make my debut until I was 26 years old. In 2018, I played every game for my team and scored 12 tries for the season. I am yet to win an NRL premiership. I've played for the New South Wales Blues. In 2020, some amateur mobile phone footage, I can be seen channeling my inner Bruce Lee. Bertman. Bertman. <laughs> it's not Kane Evans, is it's it? It's not Kane Evans, correct. Oh. You're right. It's not Kane Evans. <laughs> Last clue. Jackie Chan, one. In 2020, on some amateur mobile phone footage, I can be seen channeling my inner Bruce Lee. All right. Last clue. You've got to get on this. A newfound hobby of mine is some cuddling time just as the halftime buzzer sounds with opposition players. Chez. Chez. Be Lockie Lewis, wouldn't it? Not Lockie Lewis. No. Who'd Lockie uh, Lewis cuddle? Uh, Ryan, uh, Cody Walker. Cody Walker. Oh, <laughs> Ryan Walker then. Oh. Very good. So, sorry, Bertman gets the chocolates again. Two weeks in a row, defending champ. Hey, it was uh, not as convincing as last week. It definitely wasn't as convincing. Uh, <laughs> I love that game. And tell you what, it's fun doing a bit of research on these players. So, try, try and get something funny there. Didn't didn't make a start till he was 26. 26. Yeah, wow. I thought mm. he was uh, he was well in there. Bit of a late bloomer. Mm. Bit like me and my sex life. Uh, <laughs> anyway, boys, we got anything else? You got a shit list? Anything? Nothing. No, I does, I'm struggling for a shit list lately. Yeah, I know. Uh, the punters out there are di- really mm. disappointed, just to be honest. Just thought I'd let you know. I, had a, I, was, having a, I was having a quiet beer yesterday, though, down at one of the locals. I was talking to this guy who used to be a Roosters supporter. Now he's not anymore. He, he changed over and he told me the reason why. A few years ago, now he's down at the Port Macquarie Hotel for a holiday. and down there having a beer with a couple of his mates. I think it's called the Port Macquarie Hotel. Yeah, yeah, good spot. And... Um, the Roosters team was down there. This was this was off season, right at the end of the comp. Down there having a bit of a getaway and and a drink. And this is back when Ricky Stewart was their coach. So they were sitting there having a few beers and they worked up a bit of courage to go over and say hello. And so he walked straight up to Ricky Stewart, put his hand out to shake his hand, said, "Hey mate, how you going? My name's Da Da Da." Ricky looked over his shoulder, get fucked, fuck off, and leave me alone. So, wow. <laughs> so those guys turned back around and gone over to the bar, and old uh, Ronnie Palmer was at the bar. Getting a, getting a few bruises. He said, I'll come over here, mate. I'll bloody shout you a couple of beers. And he said, no, no, it's fine. He said, no, come over here. If you've got any questions and stuff, I'll, you know, I'll answer questions for you. Don't worry about him. Just come and sit over here. He's like, oh, what, were we after some autographs or something? He said, no. He said, I, I just wanted to say hello. And, you know, thanks for looking after the team. I'm a Rooster supporter. He's like, oh, really? Sorry, mate, but he must be having a bad day. He's had, he's had fucking plenty of them since then. Yeah. He's probably wrong. a few thousand down on a punt. He does like a bit of a punt, old, uh, old stick. Old stick, man. I actually heard a, a couple of stories that he's now sort of turned into that sort of, a, you know, like a public sort of figure. Um, I've heard stories about him down at, at, at his local just sitting there and having a punt like you and I. And I, I, I have a feeling. So from, losing? 
Uh, That's what he does. Like you said, like you and I, we, we lose on the punts. So. Mate, you didn't back a winner all day on the horses. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, so basically, just like you and I have a beer, um, when he gets a couple of soups into him, he's, he's generally not a bad person. But, but that, yeah, Ricky Stewart, fuck you. So that was a few years ago then, if he was in charge of that the Roosters. Because yeah. he's been, what, Parramatta and Raiders since then. So. Been everywhere. And it's still dirty on the Roosters because of that. Has not supported Can hold a grudge. Fucking hell. Uh, Anyway, boys, that's it for us tonight. Um, Like I said, if you do uh, have a good good punt and a good good mouldy up, please send it in. We'll we'll give you a shout out. Uh, Let all your mates know about the podcast if you do enjoy it. Get the word out there. Uh, We do enjoy doing it every Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Anything else, boys, before we wrap her up? Uh, Just next time you see him, Ches, just hit him with the old 12th man. I just want you to know that I don't hold a grudge. To me, a grudge is just a place to park your car. <laughs> and uh, don't get better, get better. Yes. That's right. Yeah, just, uh, don't forget to, you can take your pants off but leave your masks on. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, until next time, make sure you stay inside and don't text and drive.